0: You caught me off guard there You Did just, I, you just went, I for it. went for it, it, it just baby. started There was that's no it. like Weird little No overthinking ammo.
1: No bullshit Let's get into it
0: Yeah Well that one was really loud But I'm gonna leave it in Cause it, there, it. Is, there was passion No There was Okay okay. There was passion yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what this podcast is about It's about passion for
1: Films
0: Films And writing Yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. attention
1: And attention <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was thinking about it I'm like I don't know how to transition into it But so I'm just gonna say it I, I would love to If we could just make this episode about the fact that you watched the prestige
0: oh yeah so i did uh i did the uh hip meme thing um prestige kirk or is it yeah, Dun- yeah, doing these days press, press kirk yeah we i watched, watched them both for the first time i watched them both for the first time i watched the prestige which i really liked i uh, kind of saw the twist coming but i thought that oh spoilers um i thought that uh, what's his name Christian, Christian Bale, Bale used the Tesla machine to duplicate himself like. No, hu- but that's the twist that he, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, He was pure. He was pure.
1: And it's like the, I just like it because it's such a testament to any craft's passion, right? It's like this thing that he has a twin brother and him and his twin join and live one life and live dedicate half a life each and dedicate
0: every single essence of their being to their craft exactly yes. cuz
1: li- by, by literally and what a big sacrifice you're living half a life you're okay with the fact that we're going to both get married but we're only going to live it half the time and even if like i don't love the like basically there's one of the brothers that loves the wife and the other brother is obviously like you know getting married cuz his brother wants to so now he's like okay well i guess i'm married too now and i and then he falls in love with carlos johansson that brother mm. and it's like he's they're t- they can't really even be in love fully yeah you know
0: because it's just too fucking weird for everyone yeah, yeah.
1: And, and and the purpose of it all is for the craft so it's like it's like it's on the same page um it's on the, it's on par with for me as uh whiplash mm. like the whole thing about like passion and how much dedication do you want to put towards and
0: how much of your life do you want to tank to yeah uh favor your personal relationships po- yeah.
1: how many personal relationships do you want to tank
0: yeah it's true it's uh i i think it's just a great sort of hyperbole of the yeah. of the artistic lifestyle that yeah. we both share
1: yeah I, I, even I, I just watched this show um, I finished the uh, season 2 uh, you've probably heard of it The Bear yeah uh, same thing and, and season 1 did a decent job season season 2 does a way better job of like showing that life of like mm. I want to be the. I want to open this restaurant, be a Michelin star restaurant, and and really make it the best thing, and really make my. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's a little bit for his brother who passed away, and all these things, but it's like it's really for him to really be this guy. And there's moments in the uh, in the series where it's like, you know, you gotta like give up your love life and your family life, and and uh, there's a great scene where uh, he's telling his friend like, oh, I, I started seeing someone right it's like near the end of the season and i know spoilers but it's like oh i started talking to someone and and i just love the reaction where the other friend is like let me say this first of all i've never been happier to hear such news he's like so happy for him right and then he goes but also uh (laughs) uh-oh and it's such a good moment of like that's what he's giving him this message of like dude if you want to be the best at your craft you're gonna have to make sacrifices yeah yeah i just i I, there's something about that message that i always find so interesting and just talking about passion and obsession
0: it's true and then there was dunkirk uh which i didn't like as much it was still great i just wish i saw it in the theater i could see that like it was pretty tense and you know those people went through some crazy shit um but i felt most like you know obviously from the brutal devastation caused by world war ii but I just keep thinking about George, the old guy who banged his head in the boat.
1: Oh my gosh, right? Like the way he goes, yeah. like, what the heck?
0: That's weird. And that, that old man just wanted to help. Yeah. No, yeah. Didn't it's, help it's, George. Yeah. He well, Gave I, him his uh, his nice little newspaper article at the end, but, uh, you know.
1: It, it was interesting. I was like, what was the point of that? But it was almost to be like, that's how the war was, where it wasn't just people dying on the front lines. It was shit like this caused by the turmoil of things happening yeah. in uh, on the front lines, yeah. kind of rippling into society and civilization and commu- like communities and stuff. So that was a very... I didn't see that coming when I was watching. It. I'm like, really? That's like his storyline? Yeah. But um, um,
0: Well, uh, so for those of you who have been listening along, uh, this is now a historically accurate uh, Christopher Nolan only podcast. <laughs> um, We will not be doing a script today. We're just going to talk about Dunkirk and The Prestige as we're, if you watched it with me this weekend. Yeah, we're going to... And see gonna, it exactly the same way I do.
1: We're going to talk about the brilliance of Nolan, okay? And if you don't like it, you better switch off. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't seen Oppenheimer, so I can't even um but last thing before we move on to the podcast itself is yeah dunkirk and that's something sometimes he does this with his films like i felt like Tenet was that Tenet, um that dunkirk and Tenet felt like they're just events so you go and you watch this big event in theaters but i don't usually have the desire to watch it again i'm like it's a cool event the sound was great the visuals were films like prestige and there's another one he did I, inception uh where I've they're never heard of it I never heard of it it's pretty good man mm uh interstellar where like those are events with like such strong characters Mm. that you watch it again right they're not just like prestige or I mean, sorry inception and inception and interstellar are still events like they're powerful and big but they're such like amazing characters and like relationships like you know like matthew mcconaughey and his daughter in interstellar and all this where you want to watch it again because that's what brings you back Mm. as opposed to tenet and dunkirk there's no relationships or characters where I'm like, oh, I want to see Tom Hardy be brooding in this for that cool moment at the ending. Mm. Like, it's like, oh, cool master, uh, visual masterpiece, but mm. doesn't bring me back, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, but I do think there is some prestige in moving on with the podcast. So are you done Kirk?
1: I feel like you didn't hear. A... I, that was, I,
0: I didn't, hear a, didn't hear a single fucking single thing, thing said you said. I'm just you were like,
1: like <laughs> I gotta get prestige. And done. It's going to
0: be my turn to talk soon.
1: <laughs> I'm going to get these puns across. Okay.
0: If you're just joining us, Every episode we make a script based on nothing Uh, And by nothing I mean we don't prepare We put a bunch of ideas, i.e. prompts, i.e. genres or concepts in a bowl One of us draws it and then we blow out a story And perform it for you as a radio drama
1: Yep, by the end of this episode we will have written a first draft Based on one of these genres as well as performed uh, Yeah, the script, as a table read for you Okay Uh, Time to go to the first section after 20 minutes of talking about Nolan It's going to be
0: interstellar Stellar's underlined. The prompt. So who is going to reach into the Forsaken Bowl today? Shall it be you or shall it be me?
1: It's already here. It's already there. It's already right. It's going to be you. Look at me ruffle through them. Listen, can listen be, to me. Can you it. hear it? ASMR. Okay. But, I'm going to pick something
0: the sweet sounds of the blue sky podcast oh. <laughs> listen to paper ruffling and the inside of a deal's stomach
1: i'm about to flip it over okay Could you actually hear my stomach
0: i did when you reached the bullet when it's like ah.
1: <laughs> i'm on coffee right now and that's it all right oh, uh damn. flipping it over and oh sick it's the first one i wrote today uh i'm kind of excited uh oh time travel oh, okay
0: didn't we do time travel Oh, we did a medieval time
1: travel. We did a medieval fantasy. Yeah, fair, but I feel like... I don't know. I, I like the idea of time travel where... Oh, you
0: know, weird that I like said it's going to be interstellar uh, oh. to make like, a bad pun at the end of the last section. And at the beginning of this section, that bad pun was manifested in it the prompt. It all came together, dude. Yeah.
1: Do you feel it's... I mean, we're still going to do this because I'm, oh, I'm, I'm really excited about this, but do you think it's cheating because we've kind of done it already?
0: No, I just think we can't have it take place at medieval times. And it can't... <laughs> And the, okay, the, ca- it, the lead it, character can't be a lechie dad. I got an idea. Okay.
1: It takes place at Hooters.
0: Ooh. <laughs> it's a
1: lechie dad already there.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he eats a magic chicken wing.
1: <laughs> and it takes them back in time. Yeah. Um, time travel. So the prompt, uh, and again, if this is the first time you're listening to us, it just means that now the first draft of this short film script that we're going to write will... Beyond that genre, it'll be about it. It could be creative enough that it, maybe it's about someone making a time travel machine, or it could be literally in the middle of a time travel story. It could be anything.
0: I'm like googling all these references that are coming to mind, and I'm like, we talked about that one on an episode. We talked about that oh, really? one on an episode. Yeah.
1: Okay, it's fine. We're
0: still gonna do it.
1: I mean, I, yeah, because I, I, I would. I mean, maybe after this, for for like a long time, we won't touch time and travel
0: we could yeah we could do them individually but we can make a movie about time like it's like a race against the clock or a movie about travel which is like the anthony bourdain biopic
1: oh my gosh is that i what? have an idea what uh should i say it now or should we go to the blue sky part or should we talk about the prompt a bit more
0: let's talk about the prompt a bit more cause okay i'm gonna kinda...
1: bookmark it in my head um uh, the prompt so the reason i uh, the what i want to talk a bit more and let me know if you have any that come to your mind Is just films that I think when I think of time travel, which is like, of course, back to the future, of course, of course, of course. Um, But also there's this other one that I mentioned last time uh, about time, which is like a much more grounded version of time travel, which I kind of find pretty cool. It's really about it's a rom-com, really. And it's about this guy who who finds out that all the men in his family have this power that when they go into a closet, they can kind of go back in time. Mm hmm. And he uses it to kind of get the girl of his dreams, as opposed to Back to the Future being like, oh, my God, I ended up here by accident. And I got to make sure I don't sleep with my mom because otherwise I'm going to be erased, you know, as you do, you know? Yeah. Um, So that was more like, oh, my God, like Day of All Days, where About Time was more of a grounded film.
0: Mm. Yeah, for real. Um, I think I talked about this one before, but Time Crimes is also a really good. Uh, Never seen it. It's really cool. It's like a Spanish movie. Uh, if you're listening don't watch it with the English dub it's terrible watch it with subtitles like a true film buff
1: Dude, anything with English dub it when it's foreign film it feels so wrong it feels like cuz you know that the actor poured his heart out and then the, some dude just came to a booth and was like Some
0: guys in a closet in LA during yeah. the pandemic just just reading over yes i am sad too yeah.
1: Or like completely different inflections right it's like if i did a scene and i'm like crying over my mom and i i put words on certain like inflections on certain words he's doing a whole different job so it's, it's like the facial expression and the voice just don't match up for
0: sure animation kind of works because it's just you know, yeah it's you know lower frame rates or whatever and, and lip flapping but um time crimes though uh it's a really good pretty much like a bottle movie um highly recommend it like it's a guy who's just hanging out in his backyard and he witnesses a weird event and then finds himself uh sort of ensnared in this event and he has to kind of complete the loop that he saw in order to go back to normal like he just causes this weird oh i loop love it time. I really he stumbles upon it. a time machine during his sort of search for what the fuck's going on and ends up having to get in it again and again and again and try and oh, correct things and set it up it's really good it's really simple it sounds uh, a
1: bit like source code
0: i've i've heard of that but i've never seen mm-hmm. it
1: have you seen um you know what's, a, I think, the most underrated time travel film of all time for me, because no one mentions it usually, but it's so good, is Butterfly Effect. Yes, you mention it a lot. I actually. know, because no, no one else does, so I'm trying to make up for everyone else not mentioning it. Yeah. I think it's, like, You're... I watched it again recently, because I, I was like, you know what, maybe I overhype it. So I watched it again, like, literally a month and a half ago, two months ago, after a long time, and man, does it hold up. Yeah. Like, just, it's a very, that era like I think it's a 2001 film so it's that era of like filmmaking which is kind of fun to watch um, and it's just like cringy and dark and fucked up but the time travel loops that he creates because that's usually what time travel films uh, a lot are like you go back you change one thing you come back you're like mm, I didn't change it right so I got to go back and fix it again or I fucked this one thing up when I went back so let me go back and they keep going back and fixing it
0: yeah it's always sort of about the hubris of trying to uh, control things that can't be controlled Exactly. Yeah. And then
1: the, usually the moral is like, you should just let it go and don't have regrets. Like kind of just, you know, like, yeah, the, the, you learn that like the best thing is to kind of just live life. That's yeah. usually the moral. I guess Butterfly Effect is a bit darker than ending. It's not that. It's more like, uh, spoiler alert, he goes back and he's like, I just can never meet this girl that I love because whenever I come into her life, it, 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 that's what fucks her life up. Oh. So he goes back and he kind of undoes ever being friends with her. And it's kind of heartbreaking because he's like doing it for her, Mm. but he's also like sacrificing his love for her.
0: That's the that's the the real nice juicy stuff for scripts right there. It's like the internal struggle of doing what's right, even though it's not what you want. It's what's right. And you have to like excise every desire you've had and and make it right. That's that's time travel in a nutshell. Let's hope we never figure it out on this mortal plane.
1: You know what, maybe I should wait till the end, but I, I do really want to ask you, what would you... Think about it during this rest of this, and then near, during the recap, I'll ask you some time travel questions about where you would go if you could time travel. Okay,
0: or maybe that... Well, yeah, maybe that'll come up in the next section, because we're going to have to riff some ideas, and that could produce some good fodder of uh, what this script could be about.
1: That's an excellent point, so let's just go to the next section, then. Uh, this is the Blue Sky part. Okay, so now this is the part where now, now we start throwing shit at the wall. Now we kind of just put sand in the sandbox so that we can make some castles.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Do you ever wish that when you're on set or like you, you do a production and then you get into post and you're like, oh, if only I could reshoot that scene. And then could you go back in time and reshoot it better or would it just end up being the same? Is That's time, so good. Do, you, do you believe that we operate under our own free will? Or do you believe in this sort of preordained Slaughterhouse-Five style, uh, arrival style, like everything, like time is a landscape and some beings can see that entire landscape like a painting, like a mountain range, and everything that's ever happened in time is in that mountain range, all happening at the same time. Or is it a linear path that continues to branch and dimension off as we make decisions?
1: I think every decision opens up a new universe. Hmm. So it's like if I am going a certain path in life and then I decide to go right, then now I'm going into this new, maybe this path was like closed off. But now that I'm, I'm basically painting it with this decision. I'm kind of creating this world. I really hmm. believe that you create your own world. Yeah. Um. It's tricky because then there, I, I don't like, I, I, I'm very open to any theory though. I'm very like, I'm, I'm very much like there's nothing hundred percent that I'm on. That's a weird way to phrase that. There's nothing that I'm 100% certain about is what I meant. So it's like even what you're saying, this whole like landscape, it could still exist in what I'm saying, but maybe it's like this landscape has like 30, 40 paths mm. or like it's, routes. It's a
0: mountain range, a layered mountain range yeah. that can so, still be seen, but not necessarily pinpointed. Yeah,
1: Because hmm. a decision to not get up tomorrow in the, in the morning and just stay at home can maybe make me go this other direction yeah. as opposed to, you know what? I'm going to go and do something uncomfortable, like go to this event or whatever. Then that'll make me go right uh, on this other path. So I kind of believe that where you do have free will.
0: Yeah. I do like the, I do often say like, Oh, there's a universe where I was stayed in psychology and was still teaching classes and not privy to any aspect of, of my life or like, there's a universe where I actually fell asleep at the wheel on a, on a, in a van on a tour, and all my friends and myself are dead. Um,
1: the darkest timeline.
0: The darkest timelines. But um, it's funny to have one uninterrupted consciousness and also think that there are other uninterrupted consciousness versions of you that that sort of share your experience up to a certain point and then completely diverge it's really interesting Plus, to me. yeah that's cool um i when i was a kid i used to think like very egocentric shit like oh man like when i started to kind of develop an idea of time or consequence or 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 chronology um oh if i didn't flinch my big toe that one day maybe this thing wouldn't have happened but later in life i realized like the scaffolding and the mechanics required for any event to occur have been long since in motion before me flinching my big toe. So like I don't control the flow of time. So you
1: don't believe in free will.
0: I don't nece- I believe that I choose to flinch my toe, but I believe that like if I didn't do it, it's not going to, something so minuscule isn't going to alter the bigger? future. What about something bigger? Like what, what about if, like, something
1: bigger? Like, yeah, like if there's a trip about to come up, you're supposed to go somewhere and you say no to it. Do you feel like no matter what I was supposed to say no to it, no matter what, I was going to end up th- in two months doing this other thing? Or do you feel like now that I said no to this, uh, or yes to this, I changed it a bit? Yeah, I, I do kind of feel like I think it depends on my,
0: my mood or how uh, optimistic I'm feeling in any given time, if it's ordain because sometimes I'm like, "Ah, oh, you know, I didn't get that gig, but then this other thing comes in place, and I'm like, oh, the universe didn't give me what I wanted. It gave me what I needed." Right. And I actually like this thing way more. So in a way, I do feel like I've been um, things have been ordained or like destined or whatever predestined. But uh, I also believe that the, the minor decisions, like the thousands and thousands of minor decisions, not just flinching my big toe, not something so stupid and egocentric yeah, like that, right. is what led to that. There's so many tiny little things.
1: Yeah, and not to get like keep hammering and getting deeper, but it's like I oh, do- let's get deep. <laughs> That's I do think that uh, to me, the biggest thing is intention. So it's like the flinching of the toe doesn't mean as much or it means whatever it means. But it's like, what's my intention for the grand scheme of things? I, I'm a big believer of like, you know, you're using mountains as an example. It's like, what's my mountain top? Like which mountain do I want to get to, on the, to the top of? So if I make that a decision for myself, being like, that's the mountain I want to climb. Then everything. Then I am a believer. So I don't know if the, I, I am against free will or I am for free will. But once I make that decision, it's like everything I'm doing, I'm putting the energy that is to, to get to that mountaintop. So I flinch my toe. If I don't flinch it, either way, that's still the goal. For, so in my head, that hasn't changed. Mm. I see. Th- I feel like if you need to have like a like a target destination, like a, a, a even if it's vague, it's not to be like oh specific goal. But yeah, it can be a little vague. But if that's your vague mountain or your vague goal or whatever, now for me, it's like all my energy. So if I if I tripped. Okay, it's probably to get to the mountain, but I was probably going the wrong way. So I'll just go this left way, and then I'll go up to that same mountain. So my destination is always the same, and then I move towards it. Now, I do believe that as I'm moving towards it, life isn't that boring where it's like, well, that's just the journey now. If along the way, something happens where it's like uh, a foreclosure or something, a sign being like, oh, you can't climb it anymore. It's kind of under construction, this mountain, because you know how mountains are always.
0: Yeah. Traffic cones. They're not always <laughs> finished.
1: <laughs> uh, so I'm walking in and see like a a, a a mountain close sign. Then I'm like, okay, this is uh, this is fine. Th- th- maybe there's a reason why I can't go today because it's closed. Because maybe it's like shitty weather up there right now. So maybe this is all good. I'm very optimistic in that sense, I guess. Or not even... I hate using the word optimistic because it makes you sound ignorant. But I'd like to think that optimism is a is a smart way to approach life personally. Either way, you're about to go. And then instead I take a left because it's closed the mountain now. And this new path that i'm going on even that really came from me in the first place thinking of this mountaintop and goal because yeah, I, I went I, towards
0: it i think we're saying the same thing in an, in in a weird way in different words yeah
1: i think so i was just that, that's why i had to say it in mind because i'm like is that what you mean so it's like okay it's we like
0: are the course goal is controllable but the minutia within that journey is maybe not so much yeah maybe, which is what makes life fun maybe, yeah which is what makes life Life. <laughs> um
1: i feel like we just did a new section for this podcast
0: it's called the stoner talk section
1: <laughs> we'll have a stoner talk section every time
0: yeah this uh if the if the video comes out of this it should just be like green smoke everywhere
1: it's like uh you know when you because uh, weed smoke is green that's why i said that's green what i was smoke. told when i was a kid Well, mm-hmm. you know youtube like um Pink Floyd uh met visual medley. Yeah. And you get like these weird fucking just hammers
0: animated hammers marching through the the studio here. App. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh okay. Um you made me think of some funny stuff while uh I pretended to listen. Um, <laughs> um imagine um like cuz what's I mean obviously I'm going to try and make a comedy, but um, like What's something, what's the dumbest reason to use time travel for? Like, did you walk to work one day and you got splashed by a bus and you went to work and someone's like, oh, look at wet willy over here. And then the guy just gets, you know, called wet willy for the rest of the day. And he's like, well, fuck this. And he goes back in time. He figures out some way to travel in time so he can go and prevent himself from getting soaked, but no matter what well he keeps getting soaked by the bus yeah embarrassed
1: the, the funniest thing which you kind of uh, hinted on too is like uh, being the reason being ego right like being like oh well i looked like uh, i was thinking of it's from a key and peel sketch but it's a, it's this idea of like imagine you're like and we do this in class sometimes or we do this together when we're hanging out and it's you say a joke and not enough people hear you so then i'll repeat it mm. and then people laugh so then you go back in time to make sure you got the joke across. Yeah. so that's like funny to me where it's a really petty thing where just where people didn't fucking laugh at the joke. They, I said the joke, but he repeated it and they laughed. So then you go back in time and it's this like craze over like, I got to do this. And then, and then the idea could evolve into like doing that, but then something else goes wrong. So you're like, fuck, I got to do it. You, you want everything to be perfect for this joke or this like setup, you know?
0: Yeah. Or in like the whole like wind of one door closing thing, um, you could really uh like, one thing gets fixed, but the other things that were correct in the last iteration, one yeah. of those goes wrong, and it's just this like you keep ah, going back. Like yeah. you turn the light out in one room and it comes on in the other. Like you plug one leak and it, another one springs or whatever. Yeah. Um, that could be really funny. I wouldn't want to do the joke thing because of last week's episode. But, right, right. But like, what about uh, uh, like a date or something where like you're just trying to uh that wouldn't that might get into the medieval times thing a little bit but like you know the g- a guy goes to the bathroom to time travel every time he says something wrong and comes back and tries to readjust it or but well it just he, seems like that could get repetitive but
1: here's my twist on it because you're right I, I do want to stay away from the repetitive or like doing it over and over again so what if this is like the structure of it where imagine a, I like the date idea because i just a first draft we might not go with this but um, imagine a date and it's like we start the film in the middle of the conversation and they're talking and things uh it's going super smooth like he is just nailing every remark and they like the same things and she's like oh my god this is fucking princess charming right maybe she has an inner monologue like what the fuck this is like kind of going too well and then she says this one thing and he affirms or this or that whatever and then at one point um i don't know how and this again we gotta tighten this part up but uh she says something and he says it too perfect the answer Like, uh, she goes, I watched uh, Monsters Inc. when I was six. Oh, no, when... uh," And he goes, when you were seven. And she goes, what the fuck? And then he goes, oh. And she's like, what the... And she gets really freaked out. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm not a creep. I'm not a creep. I'm not a stalker. And she's like, then what the fuck? And he's like, okay, I can time time travel. And then you find out that the reason he's been nailing all the questions, and maybe we do a cutaway of... he He did this date, like, 30 times already. Mm. So you cut back to, like, all the things he's getting perfect. He was fucking up in the beginning. So then he would just... Click a button. It's like, we make it super simple. It's not a closet. It's not like a machine. It's literally, he has like this button in his hand or a phone app, literally a phone app. And he clicks it and he's back in uh, the beginning of the date. So we don't, what I like about the way you structure this is like, it's not about the journey. It's about the fact that someone's already been using it. And like two, a page and a half, two pages into the script, she's like, why is this date so perfect? And he's like, okay, fine. We've done this date like 30 times. Ooh, I've been time traveling. Yeah. Yeah. As, if, as, as one does. <laughs> Uh, and that he only says that because she's like about to leave she's like in a huff she's like this is fucking creepy how the fuck did you know this and now everything everything you've said now seems kind of weird and then the only thing and again this is the first draft maybe we don't go with this but it's just like why does not he time travel at that point point? Uh, and yeah. or maybe know. he's like about to he tells her everything and she's like why are you telling me this he's like well i've told you this before too and then he just goes back in time
0: but and i told you this before too and then she leaves and then there's like you cut to the outside of the bar or wherever that they're at and like She's just walking away and leaving, and they're having this little bit of a fight or whatever. And then as it's happening, the camera pulls back, and the two of them are there watching it, and they're holding hands, and they're like, oh, it was so nice to be young or whatever, you know?
1: Oh, that's so sick. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that could be nice. Oh, that's
0: dope. Yeah.
1: I like that. That's it's too just- soon
0: to go with this idea, though. Because <laughs> it's really 10 minutes into this uh, Twelve. I mean that's really good. That shows. No, no I mean
1: we we bookmark it. I have a couple more ideas. Okay, sweet. But I do like that, and that's a that, sweet love story of like them. Uh, you find out the ending that you they're going back to their first date. Yeah, that's super cute. That um, and see
0: that's like because you do twist A.
1: And then I've been time right, traveling the whole then, time,
0: and then twist B, they both they're just oh dude, that's really fucking It's good, so man. sweet,
1: and it's something we can make. It's very really simple. It's for a so <laughs> sweet. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh. As an idea. Um. I have two more. Uh, one is very vague, so I'll, I'll save that second. The one idea I was going to say earlier in the prompt section was you said something about time, and, and then we'll do a film about time, and we'll do a film about travel separately, about traveling. And I was like, what if it's a travel agent who takes you to, t- who, like, hey. Welcome to time travel. Yeah, yeah legit. Welcome Would you to like to see a travel. Roman? Peasant and be it's gutted brochures. by a bear in front of thousands of your peers? Exactly. It's a brochure and stuff. And it's like, oh, honey, oh. we got to go to this. It's like, no, Samantha went to the 1930s. She said it was a bore, or whatever, you know? She,
0: she was there during the Prohibition era. Nothing was <laughs> yeah. prohibited. Trust me. It was a lie.
1: And then it becomes more about the, the reason I say this is only if you want to stay away from the time travel itself. And the film becomes about this guy who works there. And it's like his life. It's like almost like her where it's like Walking Phoenix's character where he's like all happy. Well, that's not... But anyways, he's happy for the people. But when he goes home, it's like his life, what he lives. Mm. Maybe we play with that. You know, it's more about this guy who works this Black Mirror-ish job.
0: Mm. That could be fun. I like that. Um, Time travel company.
1: I find that's funny. Um, it is,
0: but I just like what...
1: Yeah, what's the... What
0: are the beats? Where do they... Where
1: are the beats. Um,
0: Where do... Where do that story goes?
1: Yeah, what is it about? Like, is it a film about, uh, it's like a corporate film about their, like, literally lunch break on this job and they talk about shit, right? Which is like such a non-time travel film. Or is it about, like, if Black Mirror, like, think of the Black Mirror version where you're in a world where time travel exists. Or
0: what if, like, um, are you familiar with the whole, did we, I don't know, I, I hope we didn't talk about this, but the whole John Teeter thing? Uh, in like the early 2000s, this dude appeared on a message board whose name was allegedly John Teeter, claimed to be a time traveler, and he was sending people like you know info about the future and pictures of his time traveling machine and stuff, and people were like, why would you share this? This doesn't make any sense. And he's like, actually, um, this is all just kind of happening at once. It's all a bunch of different timelines. There's a million versions of me. I'm leaving a breadcrumb trail in case other versions of me break down in this timeline so they can look up on a message board how to rebuild the time machine and blah 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 and and like a lot of people went down this rabbit hole and like were asking him questions and he was replying for a while and apparently he was coming back to get um like an old ibm computer because in the future there's this technological problem that they have to solve but only these ibm computers from the early 2000s or late 90s or whatever can interface with this new technology so he came back to get that and that's really the only purpose of time travel is just to get stuff there's no other like you can't there's no like grandfather paradox where if you go kill yourself you erase yourself it's just all different timelines so uh that's all to say that um his explanation of time travel is you are just branching off into these other layers of dimension there's just like an infinite amount of dimensions and versions of yourself based on the decisions that you make and they splinter off and blah 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 but um you know there's only a certain range that you would want to go because if you went all the way to the left or all the way to the right. I just
1: did the opposites.
0: If you're not watching the video, I chose the wrong hands for the wrong examples.
1: And this is where you would use time travel to go back and hold on, hold on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if you go too far to the left or too far to the right, um, it's not gonna be anything that you remember or feel connected to because humans all the way to the right are now lizards humans all the way to the left are fish you know what i mean like the further away from your main timeline you get the more divergent it gets so does that make sense
1: yeah okay no i just have a put in my head that i want to use that's all I want. i'm i not listening to you right let's now. let's do it no i have no plans oh. i'm not john i'll get oh. the fuck out of here
0: i was listening it was just like i you know <laughs> i'm kidding I'm i kidding, hold I'm space kidding, yeah. in different parts of my brain <laughs> um but this time travel agent uh gets a client we, we can do all the jokes. Oh, now we're back. You to want this, to go. Okay. You want to go. You want to go Rome. You want to go Greece. You want to go. Uh, I got nothing. I, I don't. I don't know history. I just woke up today.
1: India before the partition.
0: India before the partition. Um, you have no idea what that means. I do. Uh, partition means separate.
1: Well. <laughs> oh, my God. You know it. Because uh, India was one big country, and then Pakistan, right? Separated. It, it, got, divi- yeah. it got divided up. Yes,
0: yeah. that's that's kind of what I thought, but I, I wasn't one hundred percent sure. I just.
1: I would loved to hear you're trying to stumble your way across mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm.
0: You just did. <laughs> um, so uh, he gets a client who's like, "I want to go all the way. I want to see lizards. I want to see something fucked up." <laughs> and he gets, he sends this guy. Like he has to do all these weird things, and the guy's like, "I will." And he's like, "Sorry, we can't go beyond timeline fourteen. Like that's the edge."
1: Right timeline 36 and
0: i'll pay the extra money and it's about some weird backdoor deal to get super far in the future but i don't know where it goes from there.
1: that's the thing like i i like this world that we're creating but I, i'm not like
0: there's too much to explain there's
1: no heart either like what's the fucking like a character drama okay
0: what if the guy who wants to go uh to the farthest timeline is a heart <laughs>
1: I was waiting for something more and then nope. he just stopped at heart. <laughs> he's just, like, he's, he's just, just walking just heart. Like, <laughs> heart. Yeah. Just, so eh. You
0: said the story well, needed it's a more world where
1: time travel exists so I, I took the note. I took the note. <laughs> I don't know what else you want. Um, the one thing I can think of like character wise is like, they're going and there's like, like what I'm thinking is like, if, if this existed in our world, like time travel company, then it'd be like, you would have to have rules. Yes. you would have first of all we, I love how this this fucking prompt we sound like such nerds because you can't talk about time travel without sounding like well there's different dimensions and different timelines um,
0: yeah that's the shit I like topic. to think about to be honest though like that's kind of what occupies my idle thoughts like what, time travel? just not necessarily time travel but just the unfathomable possibilities of the fabric of reality you know
1: fair no I get you yeah uh, <laughs> so this is a perfect prompt for you yeah um so sorry so imagine today's time black mirror meaning like a month from now kind of universe where our can, to- can world. we start
0: saying blue mirror why because blue sky
1: oh blue mirror i like yeah. that that's our, all our description yeah uh so if we made a blue mirror episode um, <laughs> um imagine like in today's time time travel exists literally it's yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. man uh it's like a, a yeah thing. man i've been like so going busy with gym. work i need to get away uh, i might go check out the roman times or whatever uh, i just right? might
0: go see the dead at woodstock
1: yeah oh that's the ex- ex- okay So, and that should be a thing even in this like time uh, or in this universe where I was going to ask you earlier, my question to you was going to be, if you would go back in time and watch one band, who would it be? Mm. And it could be living, but maybe like their earlier stuff, right? Or it could be someone dead, right? And maybe even in this this universe, it's like, they have flyers and it's like, go watch uh, ACDC when they first start or the Beatles or, you know, like all these like earlier, like 1970s concerts. Who would it be for you? i don't know it's tough i'm that, I, I when i was about to ask you too i was i like, started thinking i'm like i don't know mm,
0: i know who nirvana
1: really eh? oh yeah. be right before yeah, right, right before be
0: nevermind badass. came out like just as they were cresting that mountain yeah, like yeah. just in the dirty diy grunge scene like that would have been cool
1: i have two answers but they're not as cool as yours because nirvana pretty badass and it's a smart answer because you probably know the history really well of them um one is I had an opportunity to watch Watch the Throne live, which is Kanye and Jay-Z live. And I remember having tickets and then choosing to do something else instead of it because it was like a work thing. Mm. And I was like, and again, I don't regret it. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Keep going, keep going. I don't regret it. But I was like, no, I want to do, I want to, now that if I could go back, I'd be like, okay, I would, because I've already done. It's more like I want to do because I regret. I'm like, I've already lived that work thing I did. So now I'm going to go back and live this. So I would love to see Jay-Z Kanye live because, again, my buddies went to that and they were like, we had really good seats and they were like, it was fucking insane and I love that album. So Wash a The Throne. Or the second thing would be The Strokes just as Reptilia came out.
0: But in the the farthest timeline where they are actually reptiles.
1: Yeah, they're reptiles singing Reptilia. Yeah. <laughs> now that's fucking <laughs> now that would be smart a
0: answer. Thing. That is a very smart, very esoteric answer that I am absolutely here for.
1: <laughs> I'm on board with that. Um... And then in this world, so I know you haven't, I just... No, no, yeah. But I, in I this I world, forgot. I was like, we have rules as well. You know, so it's like, you can't uh, uh, don't go litter. on personal relationships. Don't, don't litter. litter. Don't litter. It's like very simple ones, Like, don't litter.
0: Like, no smoking. No, like, yeah. there's just little don't things. Don't add
1: pollution in to that timeline. In, yeah, you can't consume...
0: Uh, like food or substance or whatever while you're oh, that, there. Oh,
1: that'd be so. I mean, I get. I why, guess maybe, but yeah, that'd be dull, but, though, yeah I'm like, just
0: I'm just throwing shit at the wall. But yeah, that would suck if you couldn't eat a, a real chicken leg.
1: You know what I mean? Like back in the fucking yeah. Back but, at that Jay Z show. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't eat the fucking nachos at the fucking Fuck. ACC. I always want to go to back then. They're because so cheap because in this era. <laughs> it was called <laughs> it was called ACC. That's really why I want to go back. Mm. I want to go back to the ACC mm. or Skydome. But um. Yeah, there should be rules and it's like you can't... Uh, you, and then they're trying to promote go to concerts or do this or they have very like obvious promotional things where it's like you should do this if you choose our time travel company. We're really good at taking you to the first you know or do you want to go watch the um, the live uh, uh taping or the live like showing of the uh the moon landing mm. you know shit like that you historic
0: know what, you know what uh, other concert would have been cool like uh queen at live aid Did you ever see that video oh my god ooh imagine feeling the feelings in that room Bro, bohemian rhapsody in oh. that fucking when he's just like, like oh know, and they're like oh, know, and like oh, yeah I and it's just like and you can see, you, you can actually see the sound travel you can see People that's reacting a, a little one, bit dude, like oof, oof. yeah, it would be cool to be in the presence of one Freddie Mercury.
1: That actually would be that yeah, that's definitely gonna make my list too. Um, you had an idea though as I was talking. I did well, like
0: ugh, shit. It's
1: now. It was. Was it choosing? It, it uh, wasn't like a
0: joke or anything. It was a. It was was a it story like point. no?
1: But I felt like when I said, "Oh, I chose work instead of the concert." Oh yeah, that's
0: yeah, when you lit up. yeah yeah yeah. Um, I'm actually curious. Uh, of the, in in the real world, a serious question, not in the story section, but like, what do you think that a deal in that universe that went to that show and didn't do the work thing is doing? Do you think you got the same jobs? Do you think that
1: it wasn't film related? The oh, work. oh. Yeah. So if it, I'll be honest, I don't think I'll ever regret choosing film over a concert personally, mm, like yeah. film work. I mean, like doing directing something, mm. but it, that was like more like I just uh, helped a friend. I, st- I I was like a, it was like, yeah, it was like a non-film related.
0: Thing. So you, you fucked up. Uh, the ideal that went to the concert is doing much better i
1: made friends new people i met so it's uh-huh. like you I'm, still friends with them no that's a good point mm. <laughs> maybe i did hmm. but I'm, I'm very much I, i'm not a regret guy because it's like i'm very like i said the free will thing where it's like that decision led me to here I, maybe i would be doing a podcast with you dude that's true maybe i'd be doing it with jason bateman oh my god i should have went
0: oh uh, you're <laughs> doing smart with
1: kanye i would have been i would have no noticed me and i would have been doing a podcast with kanye and jay-z right now
0: oh yeah what was the group called watch the throne watch the throne It'd be uh, listen to the throne because it'd be oh, a podcast. Oh, it would be. Hey, 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 yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. It, ro- it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, listen to the throne. <laughs> <laughs> it, it like ooh, like it's stuck in my head now.
1: Also, watch Thrones a fucking album, so it was already a listening thing. <laughs> yeah, i I kind of like, <clears throat> excuse
0: me, I kind of like this not nu- this second idea more. I, the, like, I think the first idea of the date and then the like sweet little ending, um, that's just cute but I don't know if we can make it anything beyond that. Whereas this time travel thing, like there's a lot of like, like, like throwaway jokes and stuff that we could throw in there.
1: Yeah. My, my, yeah. Like we just talked about the littering and like rules in this world. My only thing is the first one we have literally the heart and the ending and like the characters, the second one, I'm not saying we no just have it. The mechanics. We have to really flesh it out. We have a cool, yeah. Mechanics and just like this blueprint of it. It could be dope. I just haven't figured out what the fuck the story is. Like the, like let's use our own script. The medieval times one without the father daughter, it's a boring ass short but because we have the father-daughter relationship i'm like oh that's kind of ooh, it's a little bit more like you know interesting so Mm -hmm. what's the dilemma what's the problem what's the ego in this Mm. like if if someone comes in and says i want to go see the lizards i'll pay you extra money okay like what's the why why do we want to watch this is it you know like what's the yeah
0: yeah um
1: because I also don't want to do, like, I was thinking, I thought you what you were going to say earlier when I said the work thing was it's a guy being like, I want to go back in time so I can, like, relive these things I didn't live because I was busy. I didn't see Nirvana because I was choosing a dead-end job. or.
0: And does he just go see Nirvana and then, like, get the crap beat out of him? Or, like, is it, like, Yeah. yeah, you know, like, what's, what's the
1: consequence? Here's a fucking left field idea just because I'm trying to make this messier. Like, I'm my I'm forcing my brain to be like, what would Safety Brothers do with this concept? Just because then it's like messy and it's like something there. What if it's like stupid idea, maybe good idea. Uh, This guy runs an agency. So the first page and a half of the script or the first minute and a half of this short is like introducing the world, the rules. You see the posters on the wall of like, you can go to Nirvana or you can do this. And they even have like images of, modern people who went back and like took pictures with like so that's how they sell the brochures and stuff it's like you this could be you so all these things and
0: people with like pictures with jackie chan from every era (laughs) and just like just this like jackie chan is aging across this giant wall but like no one else is doing it or what if there's something weird or there's a weird hook like you can only go see like a band or jackie chan or like there's all, there's like all very narrow the two things you can do it's like they haven't figured it out fully yet it's like <laughs> yeah we only know how to transport you into jackie chan's proximity at any given time yeah. can i
1: past. see nirvana was was jackie chan near that concert we <laughs> have to
0: we have to find out if jackie chan got tickets to that show uh i'm not sure
1: that's so fucking funny. I want to see the child uh, birth of my child was Jackie Chan filming of uh, filming in your city. Yeah. At that where, time?
0: where, where, where was Jackie? How many kilometers away was Jackie filming? The name of the
1: short film is where was Jackie? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, uh, I was going to say, um, for, Oh, it's, uh, if we go safety version, really intense. You dim up the world and I, maybe you do that. That's a really funny, weird thing that you can only see Jackie Chan timelines. Um, but it's like uh, as he's like closing up shop one day, it's like a small boutique. So the, the world is so progressed that there's already like the the big travel time com- time travel companies and then he has a small boutique and maybe his thing is like he can only do certain things. That's why he's a small boutique. But a fucking someone runs in as he's closing and he has a gun and he's like, I need you to get me in one of these capsules. Like that's how they do it maybe or whatever. And mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, he just robbed a bank, this guy. And he's like, I need you to go take me somewhere. I need to go hide. That's and he's cool. like, dude, I, that's not the point he's like come on and he puts a gun on him and he closes the door and he's like where do you want to go i don't know where it goes next but it's like oh it, it yeah keep going keep going sorry, sorry, I, sorry. I, no i don't know where it goes because i don't know what because the, then
0: that could be where he reveals the like very fucked up rule like actually <laughs> yeah. jackie Chan needs to be there <laughs> or you know like <laughs> but that's the thing because like i want them to promise I love this because you get to you get to promise all these things and have a couple conversations or whatever, some transactions. You do like a, a montage going of going to Rome, different people going to Rome. Because I, I don't want to lose the ability to say like, go to Rome, see the Colosseum, fuck a dinosaur <laughs> uh, at the uh, oh, prehistoric yeah. fucking yeah, really time using travel. The time travel properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like it, given the uh, the vibe of this world, a lot of people would be going back to fuck
1: dinosaurs. Probably. So like uh, like uh, Leslie Nelson. Mm. oh, because he's a dinosaur. Get it? Because he's old. I get <laughs> it.
0: Um, yeah, if you wanna, yeah, I got nothing for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could have. I, I just wanted to get and it out. Don't call me pterodactyl. <laughs> um, that was good. Um, yeah, but go yeah, ahead. but so then uh, the crook could come in and do this thing and demand uh, who I would want to like humanize in a way and make make us kind of. Be on their side as well um then they could divulge like okay there is this actual really fucked up rule that's not gonna work for whatever you're doing you know what i mean there could like that's when the sort of obstacles yeah we need come an obstacle
1: because otherwise it's very like take me to this time okay or uh, fine and then he takes them and then what and even then like i'll be honest like i don't i like this but i don't know where it goes and where it ends so it's like does he, like, it is a short film, too, so we do want it to be, like, seven pages or whatever, right? So it's, like, does he fuck him over? Does he take him to a different time and then take the money because he's, like, running out of business? His business is closing down, so then he fucks this guy over. Could it
0: be, like, a Kaiser Sose sort of thing where, yeah, like, the dude is established as a bit of a jobber at the beginning. He doesn't love his job, but it sounds amazing, and, like, he's really selling it and selling it, and then, like, you know, his posture slinks when the people leave. And then he's, like, you know, he's, he's disillusioned himself. He goes to get a coffee. He's just... Like, not talking to anyone. It's like he fucking hates his life. And you could tell. And another client comes in and he's really dazzly and shit. But then when the crook comes in, this guy does what he says, but then kind of flips it almost, like does a reversed heist and like takes the guy's money. Like, he's like, okay, well, we have to do this real. We got to go back to the uh, Wild West and we need to be in a band uh, traveling with uh, fucking Jesse James or whatever. And then.
1: So I I want to. I want to go weird because, again, like time travel's been done. So it's like, how do we fuck shit up and how do we make it unexpected as much as possible? So, what if it's like, so far, yeah, like, uh, he's this guy, is like two faced where he's like pretending to be a great salesman, but he's like so depressed with life. This guy comes, this high skirt guy comes in and he's like, I don't know what you want me to do, blah, blah. And then he takes him to a place. And, fucking, I don't know why they get like fucking just beat up or they go to a time and they're getting chased now by other people or whatever but my point was like the ending is that b-twist again where it's like you zoom out and it's like an experience people pay for uh to watch like like the world is so fucked up that they're watching people get like murdered in like the west or whatever or, yeah you know and I, then I, and
0: then this procession of like Eastside mario's workers come out at the beginning with a sparkly cake and they're like happy birthday <laughs> yeah. and yeah. like oh it was yeah. so yeah. fun yeah.
1: yeah that could be stupid <laughs> yeah yeah that's the thing like i'd like that it's you don't see it coming and because you really really sell the fact that oh i'm gonna go on this run and go to the west western times or whatever and and all this shit but it's like the ending is like you find out it's like it's um It's... uh, Fuck, what's that show? Uh, The Nolan show. Jonathan Nolan made it. Westworld. Westworld. It's like Westworld where it's like, you know... um, It's an experience. People come to this place to... Mm. to, I don't know. I don't love it, but I'm just trying to think. I don't want it to be just like, oh, I'll go and hide your money and then leave you in this timeline because where is like the... There would have to be like a
0: fun bait and switch, a fun twist. Yeah. uh, Which isn't quite coming to me right now, but... um, I do like the setup of this. Oh, could it turn out to be him from the future? And it's him getting himself out of the shitty job. You know, the time it's totally Jack in the prestige thing, but like, uh, Hey, that's great artist steal. Um, it's a stranger. It's the fucking, I forget the, the other character's name, the other Christian Bale guy who they posed as with the mustache and the hat Fallon Fallon. Uh, It's actually Fallon that comes back, jostles him out of this thing, and they go and have a nice time, and then reveal at the end that it's been him the whole time, and he'd be like, you're welcome. Enjoy the rest of your life. In three years, you got to come back and do the same thing for your other self. You know? It could Mm -hmm. be that. It could be that. Probably not, though, judging on the blank stare.
1: I just, again, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying to find, like, where's the, the awe factor? Like is it the twist when Are he finds like, out that it's himself? Oh, or uh No, like the oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh, I feel like Yeah, I guess when you find out it's that it's me. him. Oh.
0: <laughs> but then yeah, if, if you read it again, you're like, "Oh, it was all there for me." But that is They what, told me.
1: That is the great thing about those films though. It's like when you rewatch them and you're like, "It was all in front of me and yeah. it still fucking boggled my mind." Yeah.
0: That could be interesting um
1: so here's the thing um that's why i like the first idea because the, the good ideas usually are the ones where you're like they're right in front of you you have the ending you have the whole thing and you're like okay this is a fucking good idea where the second idea it's not that uh, these ideas are also good where you have to work on them harder but it's like we're still like not there yet you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, the one thing i'm thinking so I, I honestly i don't mean to do this as a bit but it, think of inception for a moment right uh, inception they created a world where dreams, you could go into dreams, right? Like literally it was like, I could go into your dream. You can go into my dream. And it's like, it just is a rule now. Just like how we're saying in this world, time traveling, brush like, uh, agencies exist. Right now in inception, it wasn't like, oh, dreams exist uh what the, like how can we uh like just fucking make a weird film it's like okay D, dreams exist and now the rest of this is kind of like uh the like it's like a, a regular spy film mm. it's literally like a espionage of James Bond film where it's like we got to go and do this task so that this person can like make it home to see his family like the this st- everything is so just any film that you've seen maybe they just put dreams in there and then the dreams make complement the story of a heist. It's a fucking heist film, right? Mm. But it's like, oh, they're in dreams. And then all of a sudden it's epic cuz they can be creative. So that's what I'm trying to think where that's why like the yeah, the heist, this guy running in and being keeping him hostage is like a simple idea, but it's like something like that simple, like a nice linear idea that we entangle with this world where time travel agencies exist. Could it be some
0: kind of thing where uh, a particular client like we we cycle through a bunch of clients and he, you know we make some jokes about historical things and their desires but this one client keeps returning and like maybe at the end of each workday, there's like a stack of gold coins that comes in his drawer or something and he's like where the fuck are these coins coming from or something or like you know there's like some kind of this weird client that keeps coming in is doing some kind of uh, weird thing in a different time Kind of paying this guy off or something and then we learn why that is or like i don't know that i probably should have just kept it in my head
1: <laughs> now people know my ideas mm. <laughs> um <laughs> here's another now someone
0: might steal that horrifically <laughs> unbaked idea and make a billion dollar film yeah
1: um here's a kind of what you're saying where or and i'm mixing it with other stuff that i was saying where it's like imagine it's about a small boutique travel time travel agency he's like running out of business whatever and then maybe he starts a scam where mm. he basically takes people and he leaves them in timelines. Like mm-hmm. he keeps doing that. So he's like this fucking, he goes to the dark side where it's like, okay, I can just kind of take this person. Like uh, you come in, you're like, I want to check out the Roman times. I'm like, cool. I take you there and I leave you there. But then your belongings are in my boutique. So now I just steal your money. So I'm just t- trying to think, is there something as simple as that? with an ending where he fall like, and I'm going very weird cause I'm like trying to really break out of this bubble of, I'm not feeling this right now where it's like, what if it's these, like he takes the people and then this one woman comes in one day and he takes her and he falls in love and then he tells her everything and she's like, Oh my God, what the fuck? And all this thing. And then, and then he thinks she's going to leave, but then she's like, do you need a partner or something? And then they or, become like Bonnie and Clyde of time travel agencies.
0: Or that person, uh, is a relative of someone that he left in the past and they're they kind of got savvy to it and then they're like now you're gonna stay here i really want to go to rome with you but now you're gonna stay like they get there and it's like i'm actually you left my sister here 40 years ago and
1: yeah yeah okay no, no and I like you're, that. now
0: it's your time to suffer and blah 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 and like at the beginning of the like we could have these mundane things like set it up all like boilerplate and fun or whatever and then someone could come in and be like my sister still hasn't come back from blah 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 and like it's just this very seemingly non-sequitur moment and then it comes back later. it doesn't have to be that woman that eventually gets revenge it's just a rando person like where is timmy i
1: was gonna say it could be um I don't know how we do this because we obviously don't want to make it put on the nose because obviously we're talking about it so anyone listening to this knows where it's going to go.
0: It's not going to be a surprise.
1: But the way, yeah, exa- but the way for an audience to feel surprised a little bit even is like maybe he's divert, uh divert, like maybe him or the news is making it seem like all time travel agencies are getting like a little sketchy or whatever but it's really his boutique that's doing this. You know mm. what I mean? So it's like I don't know. I'm trying to find how to not put on the nose, but I like that where it's like, "Where's Tim? Uh, we haven't seen Timmy in so long, or whatever." Right? That's kind of interesting. But
0: you, you, we could also call out like if we do this montage of of customers, they could have unique things like a bracelet, like a shiny bracelet or a pendant or a, a whatever, a nice watch. And he's got these things in later scenes. You know, he's like wearing the nice watch or like there's just subtle things that if you were watching it, you'd be like, "Isn't that?"
1: the thing yeah you know, or, like, or i was gonna say do we take the pressure off the twist where it's like that, from the beginning you know he's a piece of shit you know what i mean like it's not, it's not about the twist of him like oh he's been doing this the twist is more the or the thing is like oh this, yeah for sure but like that
0: those we those still do that little things would be like little hints that he is a sketch bag right right know?
1: so it's not like we're being like oh if you really look closely it's like no no, no we're telling you he's a sketch bag. yeah just a little detail with the yeah the bracelet and stuff um and then yeah someone walks in like a woman and she's like she's like yeah she kind of uh he gets smitten by her and he's maybe he is a piece of shit dude too so he's kind of like oh yeah we can go i can take you to this time you know like, what
0: i'll take you myself
1: yeah. yeah and then he goes there and then she starts like the whole thing needs to be that she leaves him here and it does need to be i think like heart-wrenching a bit where like she really fucks him over like we need to really make him pay his dues you know yeah like she leaves him in the worst timeline or some shit
0: yeah like at the coliseum like they're in this weird so like i just want to i want to fuck in the the catacombs of the coliseum and then oh she, she uses like, sex as like and yeah, she yeah, like yeah. handcuffs him to <laughs> a, <laughs> a pipe or something they, they had plumbing back then yeah uh <laughs> copper pipes um
1: i just said yeah as if like, like
0: uh yeah. or do you know she handcuffs him to something and he's like Ugh, and then she's like all right bye and slips way into the shadows and then like a gate opens to the coliseum and then yeah cut to black yeah yeah
1: I like that. Um, I one thing because now that we're, I think we're cooking now. It's like. It's the idea of how do we, because it's a short film. Like, if you had a feature film, you could really like go into his life and show the darkness that he's done with people. Like, he's really fucked them over and like really make him a bad guy. And then the woman character or like this leading lady who comes in and she kind of fucks him over. It's like you kind of really, feel like he. It's worth the while where it's in a short film. How do we. Kind of make the middle not boring, I guess. Yeah, I think that
0: um, the beginning, like act one would be all the wonders of the world and all the satisfied customers and stuff. The the subtlety of him gaining items that we've seen subtly throughout. This person comes in, they go on this amazing date uh, in a different time, and then she's like... You know, I know we just went on a time thing. Can we go to one more place together? And then they go to Rome. And then she's like, you fucked over this person and this person and this person and this like it ultimately like I'm here for my sister. But you And just do a montage of like all these people being trapped in time, you know, and getting like.
1: We could even cut back getting, like, to 18, like one of the people we saw in the montage earlier yeah that just was getting
0: beheaded and like getting oh burned gosh, at the stake yeah. oh in yeah, salem, yeah yeah he's and, really like, fucked them over he right, just sends right. them to all the worst places in time and like yeah. like the salem witch trials like someone could just like a port into uh that timeline and they'd be like witch, and they just fucking burn them you know and it's just like this montage of people just suffering in these different time frames but they're all wearing contemporary clothes and it's like whatever the 300 guy like kicking, kicking me into a pit. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then it's, it's, you know, his fate and it's all the, it goes, we could go through, we could, we could research some like big brutal historical events and like people going through that. And then he goes through one himself, you know,
1: we bring my Hitler for this.
0: Yeah. I was like, don't say, don't say, Let's just stay away um, from World War II atrocities
1: okay um uh, well, okay, no I liked, I like that and you're right I think that'll be the trick for us for it's like when we get to that part it's like finding those historic moments that we kind of uh, put into this and it's like all these like catastrophes that have happened and he's he's taking these people and throwing them in the middle of it the so I like that that's a little thing to do when we actually write the script One thing also I'm trying to figure out is that little beat where when she does meet him, And then um, she does this whole thing of like, let's go on a trip and they go together and they come back and they go on another one where that I want to tighten where it's like, does she play with him at first when she comes in? And then she kind of is about to go on the trip. And then she kind of like, again, if you were watching this film for the first time, she kind of backs away. She's like, I'm too scared because he's going to send her somewhere and then he's like and then she leaves and then he's like thinking about her all night and all this thing and then she comes back the next day and she's like i'll go if you come with me or whatever yeah dude like, we have to kind of play with like marinate that a little bit so that the middle point is a little more yeah and know? like
0: they they're like making out or like getting close to banging or something and like he's just so activated that he's obsessed and he's just like <laughs> okay 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 i'll go i'll go and then they go they make sweet passionate love in the coliseum and then he gets fed to a lion
1: can you even add like it's her with <laughs> Finn. we can like she's working with a team of people so then she's like while we're here and this 1600 my f- friends are back in your thing and we cut to outside the time travel and her friends are just lighting the whole fucking agency like with oh gas. yeah and then yeah. we cut back into it and she's like still doing her monologue and then when she leaves him the ending is her like lighting the agency on fire and walking away yeah and that's what fire sounds like but um um, how are you feeling? So now, again... I think that's cool. Revisiting both. Option A, the date. Sweet little date. Sweet little date where it's like you find out halfway through the date where like, yeah, I've been time traveling the whole time. And she like gets pissed and whatever. Then they walk outside. They have a fight. They argue they walk separate ways. And you zoom out. And it's them at like age 75 watching themselves. Being like, oh, we were so young. I'm glad uh, you did this or whatever. Mm. And then... They go, you, want, you ready to go back? If only they knew. Yeah. You ready to go back? Yes, yeah, go back. And then, or it'd be kind of fun, interesting of like, see, they walk away and then he's like walking and he runs into someone else and that's who he ends up with and they're watching this date. Yeah. yeah like it's yeah. not even the girl that he was on the date with. It's a different woman <laughs> or a different person that he's like meets and he's like, uh oh. she's like, wow, you really put her through a lot, that poor woman, where it's like, that's not, you know, who he ended up with.
0: Or it's just clearly the version of him that's a female. So it's exactly him, but female version. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like both they like they're making <laughs> yeah. out.
1: Or it's like, uh, How I Met Your Mother. So it's like uh, the future version of it, where it's like you can't you zoom out and it's the dad showing his kids. Yeah. That's it's How I Met Your Mom. The guy
0: from How I Met it's, Your
1: Mother. It's uh, Josh Radner, I think that's the name. Um, uh, so that idea still has a lot of legs. And I'm not like, I don't want to be like, we just spent so much time on this new idea, but I'm just saying that does. And then this becomes more of a dark revenge black blue mirror sorry not black mirror episode Mm. so what do we i wish honestly we could like pull right now and go with that we got to find a way to do that in the future but yeah i think i
0: think this the second one is more interesting to me just because there's more shit to do but it's like it's a lot of it's a lot of building whereas the other ones just seems like it'll be a long conversation with a a nice little twist at the end you know
1: yeah. And that's my and that's my I'll be honest. Like I like first of all, it's good to have that a good to good problem to have that. I do like both ideas. They mm. both have like cool things in it. I feel like the first is, like you said, a cleaner short. And it's like you know the uh the thesis, you know the ending. The second one kinda worries me where it's like, Will we get lost in the weeds and it'll become like a fucking twelve page script? Mm. Excuse me, just to kinda build the world. Or I'm and I might be overthinking that. So these are the parts of the podcast where you get to hear our anxiety um mm-hmm. but yeah before we go forward what do you what do you what's your heart saying
0: i would just like to amend the last statement because uh, technically you're hearing my anxiety the entire time because it doesn't stop it oh. just goes it's just there <laughs> it
1: <just laughs> you sure lives, about that <laughs> <lives>
0: rent free <laughs> in my body at all times um yeah it's tough fuck well i don't think we've ever had to
1: we're two ideas. Two that are,
0: ideas that are like competing for our affection. Normally we uh we're pretty discerning. Um Okay. Uh we're gonna do we're gonna do a pro and con? No, we're just gonna we're gonna randomly pick. Which one is which? This is gonna be Date. Time this is date because it's pink and cute, and this is time
1: travel adventure because it it's matrix screen.
0: Matrix screen. Okay. So I'm just gonna oh, I'm so
1: nervous right now, dude. So we have two buttons or magnets. One is red. One is green. Red signifies the date story. Green signifies the time travel brochure story. And John is shaking them up. Okay. And now he's presenting them. Left hand or right hand? Left.
0: Now I'm trying to decide if I want to do the joke where I reveal my right hand because I messed up the left and right. But I'm going to just do my left, okay. my actual left Okay, hand. I'm going to go Okay, roll ready? Axe. Date. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay.
0: You want to know what's in my writing? <laughs> they were both
1: read, you son of a <laughs> bitch. Um, I time traveled and switched them out. I, I just feel... I mean, hopefully the listeners enjoyed us talking about the tra- time travel short uh, idea because we spent a lot of time on that. Challenge to the listeners. <laughs> Write
0: a seven yeah, to ten page time script travel story. about the actual time travel agent revenge story.
1: Um, Can Please. you... Um, Let's go over the beats before we go because we, I think, know it, but we'd spend a lot of time on the other idea. Yep. So, Okay the name of the film first date question mark because um, is it um <laughs> it starts in the middle of a conversation on a date uh, uh two people nick and mm, give me something you're just like staring at me i'm like trying to ask for help gabby nick and gabby okay nick and gabby right gabriella um they're on a date They're in the middle of a conversation and they're talking and it's like going super well and it's going eerily well where the, the, it needs to feel for the audience who don't know the film yet where it's like, wow, this is like a really good date. And it's like a really good time. And, and he knows everything. And they're like, uh, so in sync, like she would say stuff and he agrees, or he says something before she wants to say it. And she's like, you can just feel she's like blushing a bit. Cause she's like, wow, this is like kind of a perfect date. He knows me so well. And he's, he's like sidestepping all these like um, usual red flags I have. And, and even like when the, when the food came, like he, instinctively went for the olives and that's so interesting to me because i always say that 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 would be like the perfect guy or whatever or or just
0: you know what would be the perfect guy he instinctually goes for the olives
1: yeah wait isn't that what girls are into (laughs) um but you get my point like it's but maybe yeah it has to make sense that he used time travel to figure these things out so like little breadcrumbs where later it all adds up where halfway he just like
0: puts a napkin on the table and then she has like a crazy sneeze attack or something you know Yeah,
1: and she's like wow he's so intuitive or whatever right um and then eventually he does one thing that's too creepy because it's like he beats her to the sentence where she's like the example i used earlier was like i was uh i watched i don't know why this is the example but i watched monsters inc when i was like seven and i cried oh no wait no i watched it when i was and he goes nine and she's like wait what like how the fuck did you know that and she gets very creeped. Now she starts putting all of it together. She's like, wait, have you been stalking me? That's why you knew this. You knew this. You knew this. And then she kind of like gets up and is about to leave. And he stops her. And then he's like, yeah, we've been on this date before. And she's like, wait, what? And he's like, tells her the time travel thing and blah, blah. And he's like, I'm tired of doing this. That's why I'm telling you this whole thing. And she's like about to leave. And he tries to stop her. She sits down. Maybe, I don't know. And then maybe she does leave. And then he follows her out trying to talk her through it. And she's like, no, listen, I don't know about this. And she kind of walks away and he takes out his phone to time travel again. But then he goes, nah, it's not worth it. Cause like, what the fuck? I don't want to keep forcing this. So then he puts it in his pocket and then he walks away and then we zoom out and then an old couple are sitting on a bench watching them. And at first we don't know right away that it's them, but through their dialogue, it's like, they say certain things where you're like, oh, that's them from the future. But they're mm-hmm. way older cause they're like 75 now or 80. But that's where this film is in my head right now. Are you on the same page? Yeah. It just...
0: Yeah. Yeah. What? It's just not as like... Part of me wishes you picked the right hand.
1: I think then you go with the time travel agency story.
0: No. No. I think... No, because if you
1: want it that bad. No, 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 no You no. want it that bad, bro.
0: <laughs> I like a good challenge, though. I just want to hopefully save it with like, not save it. Cause I don't think this is a bad idea by any stretch. I think it's interesting. And as a short film, it's kind of the perfect thing because it, it will do that. It's just like building, like having really good character, really good dialogue, which, you know, could happen or not. The
1: other but. one had a more intricate plot mm-hmm. and a more like, ooh,
0: but potentially like, like you'd want to blow that out over an hour and a half as opposed to, but that is what, seven to ten pages
1: oh i guess you mean mean the time travel yeah yeah i feel like
0: there's so much more in that to play Mm -hmm. with and it might we might end up spiraling into too complicated so i like this simple idea and i think it's a challenge to do a simple movie i'm just like okay it's got to be fucking and it's i mean extra extra good first draft
1: and, and it's like it's not just this idea but both ideas i gotta say for a time travel film i think they're pretty unique like they're not just what we you know like the time travel brochure thing where it's like becomes about revenge about this guy who fucks people over through time travel agency, and then this one where it's like you've seen this before. It's like Fifty First Dates a little bit, but it's like about and that, time travel. That and
0: black that actual Black Mirror episode where they're running the simulations. Uh, hang the DJ.
1: Yeah. Wait, is that the one?
0: I don't know if that's what it's called. I just agree where with you because like, I assumed you knew. So
1: they're like the yeah, they're like a dating app. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. It's, it's not time travel, but you're right. It does kind of feel that way a little it's, bit. It's
0: it's running the iterations. Yeah. You're running the the so simulation. Good. Yeah. So
1: yeah fuck it let's uh let's i'm gonna say something before we go on to this okay where i'll be honest as soon as we now go write it we might end up with a different script than you think we're gonna end up with like we might actually do the time travel agency i don't don't know know yet
0: well i think we we would be liars if we did because we just told everyone that
1: but that's like hey guys yeah stay tuned for a surprise and then it's not a surprise yeah (laughs) well we'll see we'll see
0: um well best best case if we fuck it up we just travel back in time and do it again
1: i like that i'll get my machine ready i'll
0: get my app out
1: perfect <laughs> and now and now
0: dinosaurs the
1: movie <laughs> yeah we make a completely different...
0: <laughs> and now in the nick of time interior fancy pub night Nick and Gabriella, both in their mid-thirties, sit at a table perusing their menus. The waiter watches over them idly, his pen and notepad out.
1: Ooh, I'll have the unforgettable.
0: Great choice.
1: How come she gets the great choice and my burger got nothing?
0: (laughs) Oh no, that was also a great choice, sir. It's just not as fun to say.
1: Guess I should have went with the I'll be back baby back ribs.
0: Well, I can certainly add it to the order. Nick plays down his agitation.
2: No, no, we're good. What about an Appy? The Nacho Average Nachos is apparently world famous.
0: Yeah. You no, know, we're, we're good. A beat of uncomfortable silence as Gabriella's smile fades. She's not sure if Nick is serious.
1: I mean, I I heard they're, they're all right.
0: Anthony Bourdain said they were the best nachos he's ever had.
1: Okay, we have- No
0: nachos! Gabriella frowns.
1: I, uh, I just think that paying $19 for some cheese and chips and like mushy avocado is a, is a bit ludicrous.
0: He's losing her.
2: Nick backpedals.
1: Plus, uh, you know, I, I, I just just had some yesterday, you know? So not really in the mood. Gabriella glances at the menu again.
2: How about the Mexicali
1: calamari? Calamari's good!
0: Great choice. Yes! Nick and Gabriella hand back their menus and the waiter takes his leave. A short, awkward beat.
1: I'm gonna go use the washroom.
0: He gets up and leaves. Interior, washroom, moments later. Nick bursts in and surveys the room. He is alone. He approaches the last stall and steps inside. There, Nick's exact double, Nick Two, is holding another exact double, Nick Three, hostage. His hand clasped around Nick Three's mouth.
1: All right, he's going to remove his hand and you're going to stay quiet, correct? Nick
0: Three nods. Nick Two removes his hand.
1: Oh, what the fuck is going on? Hey, I'm taking care of the order. The the what? Nick Two chimes in. It's simple, just go back and continue your date. Fall in love and live happily ever after. There won't be any issues anymore. Just don't order those nacho average nachos. What the absolute fuck is going on right now? Who are you guys? Nick 1 grabs Nick 3 and shakes him. Obviously future versions of you, who I might add, know way more about this night than you two, and we do not have time to explain the ins and outs of the series of events that led us here. Nick 3 glares
0: at Nick 2. Do we? Nick 2 shakes his head, embarrassed. No. Nick 3 turns to Nick 2. You fucked up the order? Technically, so did you. The door bursts open and another Nick, Nick Four, comes in carrying a lead pipe. Nick One holds up his hand. Don't worry, we we got it. Nick Four rests the pipe on his shoulder. You sure?
1: Yeah, I placed the order myself.
0: Nick Four nods. Nick One turns to Nick Three. I go before she comes in checking on you and sees us all. Nick Four puts his hand on Nick Three's shoulder.
1: Yeah, no one needs to feel
0: those feelings. Nick Three frantically looks around at his duplicates.
1: Jesus Christ, what, what happened to you? What, what happened to me?
0: Nick 1 responds in a hushed tone. You never have to find
1: out if you just go back out there and eat the Mexicali calamari and your plain Asperger that inexplicably has no cool name. Nick 4 laments. Should I got the I'll Be Back Baby Back
0: ribs? Nick 1 and Nick 2 nod in agreement. Cut to Interior Fancy Pub seconds later. Nick 3 rejoins Gabriella at the table, sweating from his washroom encounter.
2: Are you okay? This is the second time you've been to the wash. Fine!
0: <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm sorry I uh, I, uh, hmm Nick 3 gulps down an entire glass of water and fills it up again The waiter arrives with the food and is about to put the plates down But pauses when Gabriella speaks
2: uh, are you sure you're okay?
0: Nick 3 pulls it together I'm having a great time <laughs> Gabriella smiles a fake smile You're, you're not? She sighs
2: Well fine, I'm not gonna lie I thought about leaving but I stayed only because I kind of like where this is going She gestures at the invisible connection between them That, and I told my therapist, if I see a red flag, I will vocalize it. Red flag? I don't like people ordering for me. The nachos? The nacho average nachos. Right, I'm sorry, I... The
0: waiter stands by, still awkwardly holding their plates. He clears his throat to remind them, then lays the plates in front of them. Alright, will there be anything else? Nick ponders a moment, splitting his attention between his date and the warnings from his future selves. Yeah, actually... Let's have a round of those Nacho Average Nachos. The waiter leaves, and Nick 3 turns and smiles at
2: Gabriella. I just said I don't like that.
1: What? Oh, oh, no, 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 that was, I I wasn't-
2: It's fine.
1: I I, I can call him back, and and you can order it yourself. Gabriella laughs.
2: (laughs) No, don't worry, it's, I I said my piece, so just don't worry, it's fine, next time. Nick 3 lights up a little. (laughs) Exactly, next time.
0: Lesson learned. Thank you for sharing. The waiter returns, but this time with a black eye
1: and a timid Demeter.
2: Oh my god.
1: We're out of nachos. How is that possible? It's just cheese and chips and-
2: I can see at least three tables eating nachos right now.
1: We're out of the nacho
0: average nachos. Nick 3 peers over the waiter's shoulder and sees his other selves at the bar all staring. But as soon as Nick 3 catches their eyes, they pretend to be busy. Nick 3 turns back to the waiter.
1: (laughs) Buddy. This beautiful woman would like to indulge in some nachos. So, unless you want to lose two customers for life, you'd best get back there and bring us some motherfucking nacho average nachos. The waiter's shoulders drop and he sluggishly slips away.
2: That was strange.
1: Well, you're getting those nachos one way or the other.
2: Gabriella laughs. Huh, I'm glad
0: you're coming around. I've heard great. Abrupt cut, too. Exterior, outside the fancy pub. Later. Nick 3 violently throws up in the bushes. <gasps> Gabriella stands over him, rubbing his back. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Nick 3 spits and stands up straight, still shaking a bit. You see?
1: I was right. The nachos were a bad idea.
0: I guess they were pretty average after all. He turns to Gabriella sharply.
1: What? Braytell was average about those nachos.
0: Gabriella is stunned. She winces at the sight before her. A man at the end of his rope, covered in his own vomit.
1: The chunks around his lips and beard are particularly
0: disgusting. <laughs>
1: You know, no, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. Like, so, so sorry. I feel better, though. Let's, let's, let's go back in.
0: Gabriella, now rethinking the entire date, shakes her head.
2: No, you know what? I don't think the smell of puke is going to leave my nostrils anytime soon, so why don't we call it a night? Do a rain check. Promise? Nick 3 turns his head and pukes again.
1: Oh, God.
2: Gabriella
0: pats him on his back and walks off into the night. Nick 3 pukes even harder. Interior fancy pub, later. The rest of the Nicks sit with drinks in their hands. Nick 3 slumps onto a stool, covered in puke, but his wits are back. A brand new Nick, Nick 5, slides a fresh beer in front of him. Nick 1 pats Nick 3 on the back. I know how you're feeling. We all do. Nick 1 raises his beer to the rest of the room. To Nick 3's surprise, there are many other Nicks hanging out and drinking. They raise their beers in response, and they all take a dejected sip. Nick 3 can't believe it.
1: You all ordered nachos?
0: Nick 2 has an idea.
1: What if one of us posed as the waiter?
0: Nick 5 isn't buying it.
1: Dude, she'll recognize us.
0: Nick 4 chimes in.
1: Ooh, what if we tell her that
0: nachos killed our entire family? Huh? Nick 1 shuts him down.
1: Okay, no more time travel for Nick 4. Nick
0: 1 addresses the room.
1: That's it, guys. All right, we're done. We thought we were in love, but it's just not meant to be. They all sit in silence, sipping their beers in defeat.
0: Nick 3's eyes widen, and he sits up straight, excited. I got it! Interior washroom later. Nick 3 washes his hands and straightens his jacket in the mirror. He smiles to check his teeth, then winks before walking to the door. Grabbing the handle, he peers back, and the other Nick stand near the stall, giving him a thumbs up. Nick 3 leaves the washroom, and we stay with the other Nick's. They lift a dead Nick into frame and stuff him through the window. Finn!
1: And now, the recap.
0: Okay, we are back,
1: and we pulled a fast one. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean,. It was interesting. Usually we don't do this. Usually we stick pretty close to like the blue sky segment. But what happened was we went to go off and write it. And we had all these ideas, the date and the time travel agency. And then we were like, you know, the the date has something, but it's also missing something. It's missing a little chaotic element. And as we were writing, we were just discussing that and figuring out like, yeah, it's cool that it's a date and he's trying to fix this date by using time travel. But what if he's in the middle of fixing it and we don't even know yeah right like that's the whole point like it's like it starts off you think it's a normal date and then when he goes to the washroom like shit's already in motion exactly yeah Yeah. which and the fact that there's already four nicks meaning he's already done this four times Mm. so i think that's what the and the beats became like it starts with a date he goes to the washroom to excuses herself after being so like rude about the nachos being like yeah no we, we don't want nachos and he goes to the washroom he gets in there and it's like a version of himself holding back the present time version. The,
0: the Nick who should have been at the table. So there's already, like, there's things yeah. Uh, very Yeah. dastardly and, and mysterious happening yeah. right and out of the gate.
1: And for some reason, they keep going like just whatever you do, don't, don't order the nachos. As if like the, every the whole date hangs on, on the whether nachos.
0: or not he orders those nachos. Yeah.
1: And then we we did a quick little thing there where there's a little I, I find that it's such an interesting scene where there's like four Nicks. A fourth Nick even comes in during that interrogation or like that moment of hostage, and he comes in and then it's like no, don't worry, we got this. So it's like oh wow, another Nick was coming to help him out. So the timelines are just getting more and more chaotic, and then the present Nick goes back and catches his breath and he's back into the date and then he gives in you know as you do on a date when you want to make sure it goes well and you he's want like, you want your the your person to be happy yeah and he's like you know he wants this to go well she's obviously upset so he's like you know what we'll get those nachos and uh, we found it really funny during the thing where it's like the waiter has a black eye because he tries to get the nachos at first. And then the other Knicks yeah. intervene, perhaps yeah. with the lead pipe that we wrote in there. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of interesting where there's like these Knicks walking around who think they're being so coy and like clever saving this date, but they're so like uh, heavy footed in mm-hmm. this world and making like leaving marks all over the place.
0: And yeah, and if you if you're, if you you got this far, you know, you know how it ends. Um, just a sad man covered in vomit. And yeah joining his other sad selves in this moment so i feel like what we did was take the sort of uh endless chaotic opportunity from the time travel agency and inserted it into this nice little date thing and yeah. then in classic deal in jonno fashion gave it a dark ass ending
1: where and, he uh, basically goes into the new he goes back in time and then kills the version of himself that's supposed to be on a date yeah. in that timeline and takes over
0: so maybe maybe it is a happy ending in in the end but i think old nick might screw it up again
1: <laughs> i think he might uh yeah he's bound to screw it up again somehow but then the other nicks will come to his help again
0: yeah so uh yeah you weren't privy for that part of the conversation
1: but um you know we did yeah we took a little left turn i mean we stick to the stuck stu- stuck wow we stuck to the date concept overall but just kind of spiced it up a little
0: bit and named a couple of cool dishes in the in the forget midst. about
1: about unforgettable. Unforgettable. I would love to have an unforgettable. Oh my I love bows, man. Baos oh my It's so gosh. good. Mm. It's so good. It's like uh, so light, but it fills you up. Oh, fluffy. Like you the, feel the, good? The, the the what's the bread called? I think the bread is the bow? No.
0: I I think the whole thing is a bow.
1: It's just like the bread is so good.
0: But like the whole thing. It's yeah. it is a bow. It a is it bao. is it is a bow personified. <laughs> it is it is just giving it itself really to you.
1: Um okay. So now that we've caught you up, because we we felt like even though we've read the script, uh, it'd be kind of nice to kind of go over the beats because we never went through some of the new beats during the Blue Sky. Now that you're caught up, just, just finish off this recap real quick. Okay, real quick, buddy. Real,
0: real fast, okay. Uh,
1: what did you like about it? I... Already not quick. Already slow. Oh, Starting no. off super fucking slow.
0: Oh. Can you throw up a timer? And... Okay. I have six seconds on the clock. Okay, what did I like about it? What did I like about it? Um, shit, shit, shit. Uh, the funny food names. Uh, the, the, the funny food names. I really like that. That's where kind of I got in. Normally, when we write it, a deal does a vomit pass, and I. Yeah, uh, sort of go in and kind of clean it up and like clean the beats up. But but the whole time he was doing a vomit pass, I was just I was just writing weird dish names like "unforget about" and "I'll be back baby baby back ribs" and not your average nachos and forget about it. And uh, there's not
1: very many other ones. Was, I stopped. I said, you literally I, just I, I stopped three. I stopped
0: once I once I filled out all the food that we needed, and, and I thought that was funny.
1: And what did you, what didn't you like about it?
0: Um. I don't know, actually. I think this one's actually pretty tight. Like I'm not, I wasn't worried about time or like I wish we could have fleshed it out into a feature. Um, I think we actually kind of like did a short this time that didn't wanna, that doesn't need to exist. And I don't mind that. That doesn't need
1: to exist? No, sorry, it doesn't need to exist. Oh my gosh. Uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah, we did something that needs to be deleted. Um, no, I don't don't think it needs to exist any more than it does. It's just this little, like a needle drop in a needle. I wouldn't want, the feature version of this is too long. No, for sure. And I don't think that we, uh, should feel remiss for not having any kind of logic or explaining the time travel thing. Just make it a fucking joke and take the world seriously. And like, if you saw it, if we shot it, the performances would be very serious and grounded and this shit is happening for real. Yeah. So you don't need all that shit because everyone believes it. So... Therefore, we do.
1: Yeah. Uh, watch how it's done. What I liked about it uh, was the chaotic nature of it. Mm. So my favorite scene, the one I keep laughing at, even though maybe no one else will, but it makes like the movie for me is like when the waiter comes with a black eye and then they kind of peer over it, and there's a bunch of nicks at the at the bar it's like that chaotic thing of like there's so many nicks here mm. and there's so many versions of him trying to save him but they're so not good at it yeah i love that because they were good at it that it's not chaotic it's like oh they're like fucking tom cruise mission Impossible, go in fix a date and get out but it's like they keep fucking up yeah and, and that's
0: amazing and there is really only one thing that they
1: have to do literally it, just don't order the fucking order nachos the nachos yeah uh and then my least favorite thing like you said i totally agree um Uh, It's not a Like I don't think Oh my gosh I wish we had more time And all these things My least favorite thing is just That it's not a film right now Because as a table read I'm worried it's a bit confusing Yeah it's like Nick 1 says this Then Nick 2 says this And I'm just playing all the characters And you could be You could be so lost being like what the fuck are they talking about
0: yeah Yeah, uh, if you check out our merch store we have a blue sky pin board that you can order and uh, it helps you connect all the uh, characters and nicks and keep track of all the nicks so uh, yeah just check out our merch store
1: Get all that. our scripts are just going to be about nick now yeah uh, but no actually though about the website we do have a website and on there is a script Did oh we yeah upload?
0: we're released now
1: yeah this is oh, the first yeah. one we
0: recorded since it's been released. Yes, yeah, true. Actually, thank you for listening. And yeah, uh, you can. Yeah, the website read where you the can actually
1: read the script, so it makes it more like it's in front of you. You can read it, and uh, and not be as confused. Yeah,
0: we. But the the domain is kind of confusing. I have to say, um, is it? if you can
1: rem- remember
0: this, it's called it's the dot Wait, what is it? I know it's a little hard to remember. I already forget it.
1: Theblueskypodcast.com. dot com. Oh, okay, yeah. I remembered it. Okay, it's not so bad. Wait, is it? the blue sky podcast oh, so you're gonna say it same time as me i was trying to time it up oh wait right. is it the blue blue sky sky podcast podcast. Podcast. Com? there we go nailed it so. okay, uh, cool. nailed it um
0: only after you told me how to do yeah,
1: it. yeah that's well That's how it works that's improv right you tell them what to do yeah um, it's all scripted uh so those are favorite and least favorite things about this whole uh yeah endeavor. when did it come
0: together for you
1: the uh, when it came, I don't know if it came together for you at this point, but I remember pitching it and you were like, oh, uh, it was like when we were talking about it because we had the date idea. I'm like, oh, it's, it's a good idea. It's it's fun. It's interesting. It's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then there was this moment where I was like, okay, what if he goes into the washroom? Like he orders the stuff, everything's done. Then he goes to the washroom and he opens a stall and it's like the Nick holding the other Nick, yeah. which what I loved about that, and we both I think agreed on is like, you're in the middle of it all. It's yeah. no like cuz we were at one point we're like what if he goes to the washroom then come, comes like, back, comes back and, and, and it's this, a different it's nick just, no. then he goes back again. No, it's like starts off he's it's already emotional. a different nick. Yeah. And you, we don't know this right away but when he goes to the washroom hopefully you start putting it together like oh, that's not even the fucking nick that's supposed to be on this date. So mm. that to me was like okay, this is chaotic now and this is fun now.
0: Yeah, same for me and that's when I was like, oh, we can have a lot of fun with this. And like just the idea of these other nicks coming in and the escalation of just fucking up and fucking up and fucking up and fucking up and then bring it to the ending when there's all kinds of other nicks there like i feel like it's very like almost edgar Wrighty and edgar that. Wrighty yeah.
1: mixed with like spider verse yeah you know it's kind of fun to it's do edgar lefty Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. it is oh my gosh mm-hmm.
0: this one it's a left hand enthusiast
1: <laughs> you actually use your left hand i'm just more proud of that than anything else <laughs> um casting casting if you had to make this film last thing on the recap who would you cast? Well, I think
0: because we talked about our friend Nick Atef, it's him. But uh, I always want to see Maya Erskine and stuff. Like I want to see her. You've picked her, I think, for like I all know, the fucking. She's amazing, and she doesn't do much right now that I know of. Or maybe she's just filming stuff, and she's gonna have a big.
1: I I know who I want for the guy. So yeah, I
0: mean, but I would say Donald Glover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking <everyone's laughs> Donald Glover and Maya Erskine, and they always work. Yeah um they're the best i mean yes first of all i picture our friend nick and if we were to make this tomorrow i would fucking get him in it and it'd be so fun to make with him all the versions of himself uh but who i picture and for the guy i was thinking about it i'm like who would i like to see stressed out and all that thing is michael Sarah? i would watch the shit out of it mm. and then um the for the for, for Gab- gabriella's part um what's her name you know her you've worked with her what's her name Shits creek Annie Murphy. Annie Murphy. I would love to see. I know, maybe it's because I watched the Black Mirror episode of they're mm. both in it, but Michael Cera, I would, I think, would be fucking amazing in this. And then her as Annie Murphy as like Gabriella would be mm. fun to watch. Uh, yeah, those two, I would, I would like to see in this. And the waiter is uh, a director cameo. One of us is in there. It's John Turturro. It's John. That's good. Yeah, that's good.
0: I, that. I don't have an impression. I thought I did. Yeah, I don't. know I was even know lining what that would one be. up, but then I'm like,
1: yeah, what is it? Just yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Because the thing is, he's such a good actor. He's so he versatile. Is. He's just. He's not like one note, you know.
0: He's just one of those weird, weird dudes that can just do it.
1: So good. Um, I think we did it. Did we do it? Yeah, we
0: did. We, we might have nailed it. it. We did it.
1: Also, please, this is one of those episodes where we would love the feedback of, was that confusing to start in one script idea and then end off in a different world? Uh, we enjoyed it. Yeah. But did you? Yeah. And now's <laughs> your time to
0: start playing on our insecurities and let us know yeah. if anything's weird or not, not tracking because uh, we can adjust because we do it every week. Anyway, have a great time under the blue sky. <laughs> have a great time. Leave while you're ahead. Leave while you're ahead.
1: Oh, you were trying to do a sign-off? Yes. Um, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. And that's
0: the color of the sky.
1: Blue sky. <laughs> it's a sky.
0: Good night. The Blue Sky Podcast is produced by Adil Shamsi and John o. Hunter, edited by Justin Stevenson, and this voiceover was recorded by Kevin Brown. If you have an idea for a prompt, email us at theblueskypodcast at gmail.com or DM us at theblueskypodcast on Instagram. The Blue Sky Podcast is an independent show, so please like and subscribe and tell your friends. Please.